for now, all the conversation centres, where it has been for much of the past few weeks with the cricket and the World Cup, which is now for the Aussies getting down to the absolute nitty-gritty. It's been a tournament with a lot, and this man's been right across it. Bryce McGain is back with us on SEN. G'day, Bryce. Thanks a lot for your time. Good morning, Sam, and uh, it is the exciting time now, and I have said for some time, don't get off the Aussies, and they seem to be warming up pretty well on the back of Glenn Maxwell, don't they? Oh, that, those insane heroics uh, of his the other night of, uh, well, fortunately, I suppose, turned tomorrow's uh, Afghanistan meeting into a dead rubber. Oh, everyone's got a different philosophy on this sort of stuff. I mean, do you do you rest players, Bryce? I mean, listening to Andrew McDonald, he said they won't do it arbitrarily, although they did cancel a, a training session yesterday, I think. Yeah, there's a freshen up for you. Good stuff, Ronnie. Give them a day off. But uh, hopefully they're not going out on the golf course on that day off. We don't want that. We'll put a helmet on Glenn Maxwell. Or maybe better still, we club him over the head because we need him up for the semi final. So the concussion seems like a good prep. But uh, look, it's been amazing. And uh, Australia have just got better and better. And it doesn't surprise, uh, well, it didn't surprise me that they, the more they climatise there, the, the, the better they go. But one of the surprising things, Sam, I think, is that they've never really put together. No. in a football parlance, a four-quarter game. They haven't really nailed every aspect of their game. We're still seeing our top-end fast bowlers be a little expensive and maybe not execute as well as what we've seen in the past. But what we do know is when these guys get to the big game, you know, I'm talking Stark, I'm talking Hazelwood and Cummins, of course, as skipper. Um, you know, we, we do see them knock over top orders, but we haven't quite been able to do that. And it's kind of been left to Adam Zampa spinning away. And I heard Derm uh, in the in the Brecky show before saying he's nailing his length. And that's exactly right. That is what he's doing. That's why he's hard to get to. That's why he's taking wickets. So um, it, it's a balance of the attack. But I am looking forward to the quicks really firing up and uh, knocking over some top orders in the next few games. I was going to ask you about Zams uh, a little bit later on in our chat, but given you've raised him, I mean, he's taken 20 wickets, uh, Bryce, second most in, in the tournament. Um, he's been... He's been magnificent. I did feel for him the other night when he kept coming up and down the stairs with the, <laughs> with the bat and pads on uh, with Glenn Maxwell doing his thing. But she's with the ball. He's been amazing. Yeah, we know how nerve-wracking that is for all the uh, club <laughs> cricketers out there. Am I in? Am I out? What's going on? Your heart's in your mouth. They're dropping catches and uh, and everything that was going on in that game. But uh, he has been superb. Uh, early on, got really sick. And I don't think we knew the full extent mm. of that. And it turned into... Um, you know, when you're really, really sick and you're aching all over and you're trying to do something and look, he pushed through that, but uh, wasn't at his best in the first couple of games, but then tuned up and uh, he's been superb. He's one out. Don't, don't forget, he's one out. A lot of the other teams have two or three other spinners, particularly the subcontinental teams, but he's one out for Australia and he's been um, shouldering the burden, I suppose, of all the spin duties. Maxie's coming for a few overs and we see Trav Head coming on for a few now, but he's our number one and... Uh, he, he relishes that. I like. I think he likes being the man, and uh, he's certainly doing that from uh, the spinner's perspective for the Aussies. So speaking of not feeling well, Vertigo, did you ever you ever had that before? No, I haven't, but people around me um, have, and it, it's really, really debilitating. Mm. Um, it, it's uh, nothing worse than, and a friend of mine has it, and he said it's like lying in bed and then your feet like spin over your head and you feel like you've done a full 1-8 and just going, oh, I can't imagine how yeah. ill that'll make you feel. So it, it, it can be really debilitating. I hope they've found the right formula. There are a couple of ways to go about it. So I'm, I'm no physician here, but uh, you can have tablets and, and medication, but there's also some natural remedies that involve sort of a twist and a turn and turning your head upside down and letting the particles in your ear settle down. So 
Hopefully he's been doing both because uh, Steve Smith's pretty important for us, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. So he he would come in. Um, the question I have for you is, I mean, selection's about to become a really delicate topic um, for, for McDonald and his team to, to navigate. So if it is to be Smith, which it almost certainly will be, the next obvious question and the difficult one to answer is who, who would make way for him? Yeah, look, it, it is a challenge. At the top of the order, you've got to work your way down. Warner, lock him away. He's going really well. Uh, leading run scorer for the Aussies, uh, Travis Head. He's our best one-day player, and he's getting into some form despite the duck mm. uh, following 100. Um, but uh, he's there. Mitch Marsh, we know his power and his importance at three. And then you've got Labashane and Inglis. Um, Inglis has started. He's had some good innings, and he's been hot and cold. His performance has been lumpy after replacing Alex Carey. So um, I think he holds his spot. They're not going to change that. It may be Marnus um, because we absolutely need, in that middle order, Maxwell and Stoinis. We need their firepower. We have to have it. So you can't have another, I guess, accumulator. Now, that's not to say that Steve, Steve Smith can't do that. And it was Greg Shippard that threw him at the top of the order for the Sydney Sixers, um, and he just blew things away in T20. It's a different format. Mm. I think Steve Smith's important, not only for his batting, but his fielding as well. We don't lose anything with Labashain in the field either. So, you know, boy, it's it's a really tough decision uh, to make. Um, I, I'm not sure which way to go. I, I'm, what I'm happy with is that the selectors, whatever way they go, they're, they're trusting um, the best players. And it's a nice problem to have where we have uh, eight players that can fit into seven spots. Um, that That's the way it works. And we've got Green, who took the most of his opportunity as well. So it's really nine players in seven. Um, you know, they can't really get it wrong, I don't think, but it really depends on conditions and what they want to do. I don't think they need all the extra medium pace bowling. Yeah, and I mean, we've spoken about this before, and you've spoken of the need to have, you know, to use all of the squad in a long tournament such as this, but not once, for a variety of reasons, have the Aussies been able to call on every player in that squad? Yeah, that's right, and it's been... Um it's been a ne- nearly a bit of an Achilles heel. They did carry Travis Head through. Um, they knew he was only going to be available for the last four games, and so they carried him in, on the list for five, kept him at home, kept him fresh on the couch, and he's come over. I think he's in really good touch, um, despite the ducking uh, against Afghanistan. But uh, I, I think he's more value also. His, his outfitting's terrific. But his, uh, his spin bowling is underrated. Um, he's going to play a part in the next few games. Hopefully he gets a good go of it. Uh, in our next game, the last of the, I guess, the home and away, if you like, uh, the last of the round-robin series. But uh, in the semi-final against South Africa, I, I can certainly see him playing a, an important role with the ball for some part-overs. But if it's going his way, then, you know, we can push him up to five, six-overs because I think he's really valuable in that role. So just looking ahead to South Africa, which is, does that whet the appetite? Another big semi-final oh. and a, a one-day World Cup. Um, they're two, the Proteus two defeats in this tournament have come batting second. Now, we, we've seen for whatever reason, maybe it's the weather, long long 50 overs in the field, fielding first, that teams batting second have been vulnerable at times to completely imploding. Um, what have you made of that? Is it coincidence or is there something in it? No, there is. There's certainly something in it. At the beginning of the tournament, the talk was, gee, you, because the dew will come in, the ball will skid mm. onto the bat and batting will become easy. But there is this phase of the game, just as the, the um, artificial light takes over, the sun goes down, the humidity rises. And Australia found this against Afghanistan. That's what blew them away. Their fast bowlers, just uh, because it was so difficult to bat in that period, the ball is swinging, it's 
kissing off the wicket. It, the wicket quickens up, but the ball moves in the air. Um, and with that, just a touch of moisture on there, it can seam around a bit as well. It's proven to be the hardest time to bat at certain venues. I must say that because some venues, it's been pretty straightforward. It's remained dry. Yeah. So it's just that time of year. Australia will need to take that into calculation. They've learnt the harshest lesson and, you know, nearly found themselves, you know, flapping around trying to get a semi-final spot if it wasn't for Glenn Maxwell. So they've learnt the lesson a few times. I, I, I would like to see Australia get some runs on the board and apply that pressure and bowl with their big quicks in that um, in that key element. And that, that gives our, our fast bowlers their best opportunity as well um, through that period. So I, I think it's a, a definite something against South Africa to have them chasing runs. I, I think it's going to be very difficult for them. Gee, they've posted some huge totals batting oh, first, oh, yeah. haven't they? Massive. Yeah, and and it's a level of calmness. Um, and that's what I noted uh, early in the tournament. Quinton de Cox's been outstanding. Uh, Aidan Markram's been brilliant. And they've got this lower order firepower. So the top order remains really calm with some good cricket shots. They're not reckless and going mad playing T20 up front. They back end it with a T20 game. So they get through the 30 overs, accumulate as many as they can. If that's a runner ball, you know that they can throw on 200 in the last 20 overs comfortably. And they've done it even more in excess of that mm. because of this um, firepower um, they're all Randers, Jensen and uh, and the like. Um, they're, they're just outstanding. So they're really dangerous. It's good to see them playing good cricket. Um, I wonder if history will, will uh, tell another tale. Uh, Australia, uh, South Africa in a semi-final, uh, another epic game like we saw many years ago would be fantastic. And uh, probably you'd get a chance to get Damian Fleming back on to re- recount a, a number of his experiences in that. <laughs> and maybe cramp is the key for Glenn Maxwell. I'll tell you what, when he's effectively paralysed from the waist down, I've never seen anything like it. Just uh, just uh, like he was on the first um, uh, down at, um, you know, Augusta. It's teeing off repeatedly. It was phenomenal. And one of the best, and it was terrific, like the Australian... Um, players and even Maxie himself just getting out there and just you know I guess sharing what they did and uh, Pat coming mm. saying you know it's credit to Maxie he played his role <laughs> in our partnership you know I like that sort of stuff the yeah. humour that's coming out and uh, there's a picture of, that Maxie put up he said never go full salmon when you're lying on the ground like that so I love all those sort of things the yeah. humour they have in the moments but to overcome that sort of adversity uh, where he was thinking look I'm done here I can't move and the physio giving him the confidence to go well if you stop, you're finished completely. You might as well keep going. And mm. um, it was a moment that, that you know, probably shows uh, the resilience of, of these guys. Um, they gave it absolutely everything and credit to Max. <laughs> it's number one all time. Uh, certainly World Cup. And, you know, we can argue it out in, in one day cricket history. But... Uh, a great way and another highlight for Maxi in this World Cup going with his fastest ever 100. Bryce, great to chat. We'll enjoy it from here, I'm sure. We'll do it again soon. Good on you. Yeah, let's settle up, Sammy. Let's enjoy.